Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Ishmael Kawaja. Hello, hope you're doing well and have a nice weekend ahead planned. It's Friday the 20th of January. Thanks for downloading today's podcast. We start with what's been our most read story on our website. A court's heard how a mum from Deal crashed her car with her eight-year-old daughter inside the morning after drinking at a Christmas party. Lauren Sanders was arrested after colliding with another car last month. Well, to talk us through this story, I'm joined now by our reporter Lucy Hickmott. So Lucy, Can you tell us more about what happened? Well, as you pointed out, the 33-year-old got behind the wheel of her silver VW Golf in December, just hours after partying and having drinks. She ended up crashing into another vehicle on the A258 Dover Road in Langdon, causing her daughter to burst into tears. There was damage to her car's bumper and number plate and minor damage to the other vehicle. Police were called to the scene and detained her on suspicion of drink driving after a breath test showed she was nearly double the legal alcohol limit. And she's since appeared in court? That's right. She was later charged and admitted the offence when she appeared at Folkestone Magistrates. The court heard Sanders gave a breathalyser reading of 62 micrograms of alcohol in 100 millilitres of breath. The legal limit is 35. There were also icy conditions on the roads the day she crashed. So she's now been sentenced. What was the outcome? Well, before sentencing her, District Judge Justin Barron heard Sanders, an end-of-life care worker, was getting divorced after getting out of an abusive relationship and was currently living with her parents in Deal. He acknowledged she'd had some difficult circumstances going on in her life but told her to be more careful, saying she put her daughter and others at risk. He placed the 33-year-old on a 12-month community order which will see her complete 15 rehabilitation sessions with probation. He also banned her from driving for 17 months and ordered she pay a victim surcharge and costs of nearly £200. Thanks for those details, Lucy. Kent Online News. Our other top stories now. A Dover man who abused a young girl more than 40 years ago has been jailed for 16 months. Shane Rowden targeted his victim at her home in Whitstable when he was a teenager. The victim finally confided in family and told police six years ago. The 58-year-old from Hewitt Road was able to walk free from court because of time spent on remand. He'll be on the sex offenders register for 10 years. Firefighters have been tackling a blaze in Dover which forced two schools to close. Neighbours on Barton Road were evacuated when a house caught alight in the early hours of this morning. Seven fire engines were sent to tackle the flames. The road's back open and luckily no one was hurt. Police have seized cocaine, cannabis and a dismantled phone as part of a county lines operation on Sheppey. They followed a suspicious car to a property in Queenborough and arrested a 23-year-old man. As well as the drugs, officers also found nearly £500 in cash. The suspect is due at Crown Court next month. Plans for a so-called super surgery in Greenhithe, capable of dealing with 20,000 patients, have been put on hold because of money issues. The idea was to replace three existing GP surgeries with a new facility on Steel Avenue, but it's been suspended indefinitely due to rising costs. Next, the Kent Online podcast been told levelling up cash for Sheppey will help improve skills on the island. Part of the £20 million from the government will be used to expand a college. MP Gordon Henderson has been telling Jadzia at our sister station KMTV that the money is vital. Sheerness has been, for historically, one of the most uh, socially deprived areas in Swale. Uh, and uh, one of the reasons for that is because of uh, the lack of skills amongst uh, the uh, local population. 
uh, and the lack of employment opportunities. Now, we're providing the employment opportunities, uh, and the one thing that this money will help us do will be to uh, improve the skills of the local population so they can take those jobs. Now, there has been some uh, criticism from Labour, specifically that the South East and London are receiving too much of the levelling up funds and more should be going to areas in the north. What do you have to say about this? Well, uh, you know, the, the Labour Party is in opposition and uh, the opposition have to find ways of uh, criticising the government. That's their job. That's why they're in opposition. Uh, my view is uh, being consistent, uh, and I can remember one of the very first speeches I made in Parliament 12 years ago was when I pointed out that uh, there are not only deprived areas in the north, in the northeast and the northwest, there are also deprived areas in some of the um, uh, so-called affluent areas in Kent, including my constituency of City Morning Sheppey. So I, you know, I, I, I ignore those criticisms from the Labour Party. We have to, the idea of levelling up isn't just to level up um, the North with the South, it's to level up within uh, Southern constituencies, those areas where we have social deprivation. And it's a, I, I'm delighted that the government has recognised that and is actually doing something about it. Um, now, of course, there has been some uh, concern in addition that due to inflation, the money that these councils have bidded for, that the money that they've budgeted for for these projects is no longer going to be sufficient to actually achieve the goals. What do you think about that? Well, look, I think that, you know, to criticise a government that's giving my community £20 million, uh, I, I think is outrageous. Look, the, we've got £20 million. Let's make sure we spend it wisely. Let's make sure we, we make good use of it. And I don't think, and I won't accept any criticism for, for that decision. The Beachfield area will also benefit from a new cafe, outdoor gym and adventure golf course. We told you yesterday a total of six projects in the county are getting a share of more than £120 million. Funding for voluntary mental health services in Kent could be cut as part of plans to save millions of pounds. The County Council insists it's the hardest proposal while it looks at how services are provided in the community. The authorities having to find nearly £40 million in savings in a bid to balance the books. Ten dogs have been seized during animal welfare raids in Canterbury and Folkestone. They've been taken in by the RSPCA, who are also looking into potential wildlife offences. Four men aged between 21 and 66 were arrested and released under investigation. There's more bad news for the high streets. 40 Halifax and Lloyds branches are going to close, including two in Kent. The banks in Whitstable and Gillingham will be shutting for good at some point between April and June. The Church of England has issued a formal apology for its historical treatment of gay people. The Archbishop of Canterbury, Justin Welby, says it's an important moment. The Anglican Communion's miracle is not that it has differences, but that it loves one another despite them. That's extraordinary. It's a sign of God's grace and goodness. And my role as Archbishop of Canterbury uh, is nowhere described as a human being, which may not surprise many people, uh, but is described as an instrument of communion and a focus of unity. I have a pastoral responsibility for the whole communion. I've often prayed and will continue to pray with all sorts and kinds of people, with all sorts and kinds of problems, including 
uh, many people who came uh, looking for um, the experience of God's love, uh, who, who were gay or who were straight or who had trouble with their marriage or were worried about their relationships. And I'll continue to pray for all those who come seeking prayer and to pray with love and a deep sense that most clergy have of the privilege of being allowed into these sacred parts of people's lives. So in summary, it's a long journey. I'm sure the last word hasn't been said, and I'm sure the discussions will continue. But this is an enormously important point, not only within the Anglican Communion and the Church of England, but also across the global church, in which we seek to recognize and to celebrate the love that all people have for one another, regardless of who they are and where they're from. And I am filled with joy about that. And last night, with all those differences, people shared their views and their feelings, which were almost all positive, with great joy that we'd taken this step. Next month, the Church of England will discuss whether to allow civil marriages or partnerships among same-sex couples to be blessed, but gay weddings in church will still be banned. Kent Online reports. Developers of a controversial garden village near Sittingbourne have resubmitted their plans with almost 3,000 fewer homes. Quinn Estates originally wanted to put 10,000 properties on land at Heisted Park in Tenham. They also say the development will include a new junction to the M2 and relief roads to ease local congestion. Boston and Maystone say they're going to reinforce its role as Kent's county town as they announce transformation plans. The council say they want to create new shopping, leisure and job opportunities. A company called We Made That have been brought in to come up with a plan by the end of the year. They previously worked in Folkestone, Margate and Bexley Heath. Now the head teacher of a Kent school that's received its first ever good rating says it's a testament to the incredible staff working there. Richmond Academy in Sheerness has been praised by Ofsted inspectors after turning its fortunes around. Helen Evermeet has been in charge for the past six years. It's been a, a long journey but with lots and lots of positives along the way and um, to get that graded in November was just the best thing for the school and the community and the staff um, and the children which is obviously what we're, we're there for. Yeah I think it's a you know it's a, it's a really big Ofsted for the school because mm. over the past sort of 30 years of Ofsted it's it's a grading the school has never been awarded and um, that was really pertinent to us that we felt the community the school sits in really deserved a good school and you know Richmond is a, a brilliant school it's such a positive community where great things have been happening over the past five years in terms of its development. But we knew it was good. Our staff <laughs> and our pupils and our, our families hopefully thought it was good. But to get Ofsted to recognise it now, to undo that kind of previous negative reputation the school had had in the community is just wonderful news for everybody. And we, we really feel like it's the start of yeah. our journey and our work yeah. at Richmond, not the end. So it now allows us to go forward and see what's next. Stability is a really key part um, and trust and building that team of young people and staff team um, so that you're all on the shared journey. Um, not one person ca cannot do it um, in that respect. In any school, I think you need a team behind you. Um, that relentless drive and passion is really key um, because you have to believe that you're 
you're going to do it and and that you're doing making the right choices and of course you'll make mistakes along the way that's part of um life isn't it and learning but having that end not even an end goal but that marker that you're working towards keeping and, your yeah, eye on that keeping that's the focus that's and, why we're here that's you know it's for these children and to make sure that they are leaving school much better than um, they were, I guess. It's previously been named as the eighth most deprived school in the county. Meanwhile, Ken Fire and Rescue Service has received a good rating from inspectors. They visited last summer and looked at how they respond to fires and other emergencies and also how they support their own workforce. Chief Exec Anne Millington says she's pleased and very proud. Bosses at Co-op have apologised after suddenly closing a store in Folkestone. The shop near the railway station apparently needs essential maintenance on the flooring. It's not not known yet when it will reopen. And now for a look at all things happening in the county this weekend, here's our feature writer, Sam Laurie. It's been freezing outside this week, so I can't say I blame you if you just want to stay curled up at home keeping warm this weekend. But if you are brave enough to venture out, we have got some great things for you to see and do in Kent this weekend. First up, there are some really good stage shows taking place as the theatres pick up again post-panto season. The new production of the best exotic Marigold Hotel starring some British acting icons, including Hayley Mills and Rula Lenska, is at the Marlowe Theatre in Canterbury until Saturday. There's also a fun new musical version of Still Magnolias, made famous by the 80s film with Dolly Parton and Julia Roberts, and it's running at the Churchill Theatre in Bromley until Saturday. The cast includes Ab Fab star Harriet Thorpe and Call the Midwife's Laura Main. If that sounds like your cup of tea, we have also got a top 10 list of the must-see musicals coming to Kent this year. There are some truly amazing shows coming to the county in 2023, including Annie starring Craig Revel Horwood, a musical version of teen cult classic Heathers, and a new touring production of the magnificent The King and I. Check Kent online to see all of our top picks. But perhaps comedy is more your thing, in which case you'll want to head down to the Stag in Sevenoaks on Saturday. Deadpan comic Milton Jones will be delivering his famous one-liners as the headline act at the theatre's regular outside-the-box comedy club alongside some other brilliant stand-ups. And finally, if dry January and the January have already gone out of the window for you and you're thinking about going out for a nice meal and maybe a few drinks this weekend, we've got a guide to Kent's top restaurants that you should be booking this year. From brand new eateries to the best burgers in town, you are sure to find somewhere worth booking a table. So whether you want to catch some comedy, take a seat at the theatre or tuck into some tasty food this weekend, we have got you covered. Thanks, Sam. Kent Online Sports. Football and Gillingham will be looking to make it back-to-back wins in League Two this weekend. They're travelling to take on Colchester United. It follows last Saturday's 2-0 win against fellow strugglers Hartlepool. Manager Neil Harris has been speaking to our sports reporter, Luke Cordell. We're trying to recruit the right players to fit how we want to play as quickly as we possibly can. You know, we're... We're bottom of the league. We've halfway gone. You know, we can't just bring bring in just completed jigsaw with blindfold on. Um, so we're trying to bring players in that we feel complement each other, um, but whilst also so that's short term, but also trying to think about mid term and longer term as well with deals. So it's not easy, and as a group, we're working extremely hard, as I keep saying, you know, behind the scenes to to get the right ones. Um, but yes, we, you know, we worked on the training pitch Thursday and Friday in particular to try and put a plan together to deliver against Hartlepool. Um, and that'll be the same this week as we are on the training pitch putting it in for, for Colchester. Um, but there is an element to uh, you deliver all the messages you can at the right time, try not to make it overkill, give too much information. But you also have to trust in your players as well. And so yes, there was a lot of information taken in and credit to the players for that. 
before Saturday's kick-off. But also credit the players for the way they went out and played and um, the information they took in the way they delivered it was impressive. Couldn't really have gone much better the day, really. Were you sort of stood on the sideline thinking this is so much better? So much easier. Yeah, so so you know everything I hoped for this season was in in that performance. Um, a lot of things that have been missing this season was in that performance. Um, and so yes, obviously been a happy manager, um, but I, I know it's a start, and I don't want to and I don't want to sound boring. Um, but it's my job to keep everyone's feet on the ground. And as much as I'm enthused and I'm excited and reinvigorated, I think was the terminology I used after the game. I am, and I'm buzzing. Uh, the group's buzzing, the football club's buzzing, but it's one step at a time. You know, we've got to make sure everything we did Saturday we replicate on on this week. Kickoffs at three tomorrow afternoon, and you can follow the match action on our website. Well, that's all from us for today. Thanks ever so much for listening. Don't forget you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. You can also get an update of the top stories direct to your email each morning with the briefing. To sign up, just head to kentonline.co.uk. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast.